you are beautiful, you are so strong, you're amazing. Like Every day of life is a blank sheet of paper. More happy days in our lives. Small, small changes. You had to just be with life. To really practice mindfulness. I am not my thought. It's not easy, but it's very simple. If you put those two things together, you know, the sky is the limit. Welcome Anne Hines to the show and thank you for being here. Thank you, it's great to be here. Can we start? Okay, when I was living in Hawaii, I did these psychic classes where after just one meditation and it, the purpose of the meditation was not what I learned, I really learned how to clear out my body and like get out the stuck energy. And it's different from how you do it. And I would love to hear about your own story, how you were connected to your own self, to your own body and get, got the awareness of your own being, basically. Can we start with the story of your mother? Sure, yes. Um, when I was 19, I woke up one morning and found my mother dead in the bathroom. And I was the only one in the house. So it was, it was a huge trauma, you know, obviously. Um, but I didn't realize how much I held on to it. So it wasn't until I was in my 30s and I had two young boys. I was a stay-at-home mother and I went to a doctor, a doctor's appointment, and he knew, he could tell that I was stressed. And he asked me what my stress level was. And it was an 8 out of 10. And I knew straight away it was because the tears from that event two decades earlier were still so close to the surface and I hadn't dealt with it. So that's when he used the technique with me. It's called EFT. It's it's short. And what do you mean you have not dealt with it? You have not thought about it, or you have not let it let it go? What do you mean by like that? I I hadn't. Yeah, I hadn't let it go. I didn't realize I hadn't let it go. Mm. Um, but the tears were still there. I mean, if I thought about it, the tears would come. So okay. yeah, I hadn't let it go, but I wasn't conscious that I hadn't let mm. it go. And why do you think you were stressful? Just because of your lifestyle? Just because of being a mother? Just because I'd held on to all this baggage okay. from childhood. I also had my, both my parents were alcoholics. Um, I, I had, I think I had PTSD because I was, I was very fearful all the time. So I had a lot of things to work through. So he used this technique on me for about 15 minutes and I walked away from his, the doctor's appointment, being able to tell the story of her death without the emotions arising, without them being there. So I knew at that point that it was something that I could work with that actually made a really big difference. So when you, the doctor asked you about your stress level, it was just an awareness that just came to you that, okay, this stress comes from not being present with my trauma. It was just immediately, that's what you thought? Well, he asked me what, why I felt so stressed. And that was the first thing that came to my mind. Okay. And that knew, you knew it was, okay, you know, you're stressed. You became aware that you have to let go of your trauma. What are your next steps that you took? Well, I learned how to use the technique myself. Um, it's okay. very easy to learn. You can learn it in five to 10 minutes. And you then just Googled, I you made your research or what was... Yes, it was one of those okay. serendipities where I heard about it three times that week. Okay. Okay. And I thought, okay, I need to look into this. So yeah, there's, there's thousands of um, videos out about EFT. I would um, be a little careful in looking at them because a lot of them these days have moved towards the more positive aspects, but it's really the negative that's stored in the body. And that's where the power of EFT was or is. 
What do you mean so, by posit positive and negative? Uh, well, people are trying to use EFT to, to instill positive affirmations into the body, but that doesn't, that in my mind, that doesn't work because I can experience the negative in the body. I can feel it. I've got to the point that I can feel the tension of the negative in the body. And once you let it go, the positive's right there, that the light is there inside once you let the negative go. So all we really need to do is find the negative baggage that we've carried, the programming that we've had from childhood. If we let that all go, then, then the light and the positive is already there. Wow. When you become aware of this technique, uh, one thing is to know about something, another is to take action. And the third thing is to make it a habit because we have these habits of different habits that does not serve us, negative limits, not limits, but uh, beliefs that are limiting. So how do you gain this as a habit in your life? And what was like the process of it? Because it sounds so easy to talk about it, but to like put it in an action and use it in every aspect of your life, it can get challenging. So what was your own process of... So I needed to really believe that it works. So mm -hmm. a day or two after I came back from that doctor's appointment, we had a 17-year-old cat that needed daily saline shots. Um, and so the first one I did, my hand was shaking so much that I knew I wasn't going to be able to do it every day. So I thought, okay, this is a good test. So I, I knew the technique by then. So I tapped on myself about the fear of hurting my cat about the fear of injections, about my history around injections. And when I actually had to do the shot, it just slid right in. My, my hands, the nervousness I had around that subject had gone. So every day after that, I did the same. So I realized how powerful it was. And so I started to notice during the day when I felt emotional, when some thought came up that had emotions attached to it, I would stop and tap. And I just... I realized how powerful it was and I'd heard about what this technique where you could actually write down all your traumas, all emotional memories from childhood or from your earlier life and go through them one day at a time. And I did that. And every night I went through one each day, um, spent about an hour to an hour and a half each evening going through them. And I found that my mind was becoming quiet. And at that point, I realized that the voice, that the words that I had been using in my head that would criticize me and judge other people, I hated the fact that I judged other people. But it got to the point where I realized that voice is no longer in my head. And those words had been my dad's that I had been programmed with. And I was repeating them over and over again in my head. And when they were gone, I felt like I was living in a different reality. It was it was huge. You actually did so much work on yourself every evening to go through. What was the process? You just wrote uh, all the negative limiting beliefs that you have and just chose one and went through it. And how did you went through it? Like ask yourself questions or did you use the technique? What was the process of going through each belief? Well, what I did is I wrote down more memories. Like this oh. happened or that happens, right? And then I would talk through the events that happened. and. Um, at each point where I could feel emotions coming up, I would ask myself, so what am I feeling right here, right? Is this, is this fear? Is this anger? Is this frustration? And then I would use that and I would tap through the fear mm. or whatever emotion it was until that had released. And one of the great things about EFT is you, 
it gives you feedback. So you know if you're releasing the energy from the body. Mm. Most people, I would say most people yawn. That's probably the biggest sign that That's emotions yeah, um, there's also tears, obviously. That's a good sign. Some people burp. Some I people do all of that. Cry, <laughs> my nose starts to get runny. I yawn, I barb, and I'm like, okay, there was some stuck energy there. Right, so it's a great feedback of, you know, that, that you're okay, actually like doing it. something. Mm. Plus, it's the tone of your voice, right? If you're really tense or angry when you're saying some words, then as you start tapping and the energy releases, you start to be able to say it, um, you know, just like you're reading from a book. They're just words at that point. They have no energy attached to them. So you can tell things are changing. Okay, I like how you said, okay, let's, um, let if someone is listening and they are thinking like, I don't have traumas because so people, there are people who think they don't have traumas because they don't know how traumas look like. And they think trauma is this big thing, like a car crash or seeing someone die or, Trauma can be anything as little. <laughs> There's maybe like mother didn't give her toddler attention and toddler is traumatized. Trauma can be like small things as well. So what are some signs? You mentioned the tone of the voice, the emotions that someone has needs to release something specific. Well, I would say that it's anything that has negative emotions attached to it. So um, the memories that we have are often stored inside of us and we think about them again because they have negative memories associated with them or negative emotions. The positive ones we don't tend to think about so often because they're not stored in the body in my experience the same way. So I, you know, I, I wrote down beliefs, I wrote down memories um, and you can always go through them in your mind. It's like, well, was that a positive thing? Was that a negative thing? I was really fearful. What do you mean? Something that feels good and something that does not feel good, yes? Yes, but sometimes it takes some awareness to even be able to say that, right? I, I didn't, when I started this process, I didn't know how it felt. I had suppressed my emotions and my feelings for so long. I, I, if someone asked me how I felt, I always said, I'm okay, because I didn't know how to decipher that. So that was like the first level of awareness. That's why I really had to go through the memories because I knew what they were, even though I didn't know the feelings underneath them. So I started this work because I wanted to change. I so wanted to be calm on the inside and I wasn't. I, I knew I wasn't calm. I was reactionary. I seemed like I, I reacted more to things than other people did. So I, I wanted that to change. So there had to be some you know, some will to make a change. And that's what helped me start noticing during the day when I was emotional. It's like, okay, I've noticed this. I'm going to do something about it now. If, okay, someone, for example, teach me the technique or a little bit of the technique. If someone is um, listening to us and they are like, oh, I get emotional. I get these negative feelings during the day. What is the first step we take? First awareness, we get aware uh, that we have this feeling going on. What is the next step? To use EFT. So now let me just say that EFT was the first technique I used. And as my awareness increased, I used a different technique, um, which I know I'm pretty sure you would be able to do, but some people might not be able to do straight away because it's really an expansion of awareness. Start out with very, I started out with 
basically no awareness, but EFT allowed me to gain the awareness of emotions and then the physical sensations underneath the emotions. So if you're using EFT, the first thing you would do is you tap on the side of your hand and you'd say what it is you're feeling. It's like, oh, even though I am feeling so frustrated right now, that's my truth in this moment. And it's okay that I feel this frustration. And then there's other points, there's like 10 points you tap through and you just oh, show so. specific points. Yes. Yes. Okay. So you're just talking through. I'm, so I'm feeling frustrated. And the first point is the crown point on the top. And of why head. is tapping helping? Because it brings you in the body. Because it's, it's doing some kind of energetic interrupt into the, um, the connective tissue of the body, mm. all the ends of the meridian system in the body. So I don't think anyone quite knows exactly how it works right now. But, but it, it does work. Yes. Yes. So, yes. So the first point is to tap gently or you don't hurt yourself. <laughs> you could tap firmly if you want on the top of the head and you're saying this frustration. And as you're using the words, you're trying to keep the feeling in the body, you're trying to keep this frustration in the body. And the next point is the beginning of the eyebrows and you tap there, this frustration. The next point is the bone on the edge of the eye, this frustration. Next point, bone under the eye, this frustration. Next point, under the nose, this frustration. Next point, under the chin or on the chin, this frustration. Next point, it's called the collarbone point. It's just underneath the collarbone. And the last point is about four inches underneath the armpits where the bra strap goes across, if you have one, this frustration. And then you take a deep breath and that's one round of tapping. So all you're doing is with the words, you're bringing the feeling into the body. But if you're in the, in the middle of feeling something, if you're in a crisis situation, the emotions are already there. So you can just tap. You don't even have to use the words. You can just tap and it helps to release the tension in the body. Wow, that's very powerful. And how, what was the first steps when you started to release uh, the emotions about your mother? How, how many rounds it took? Does it um, was it pain, painful, meaning like emotionally challenging, not painful? Did you cry? Uh, how does releasing look like? Did you yawn? And I, I would love to know more. <laughs> I did all of those, but it's this kind of opens up the subconscious mind. So to begin with, there were only certain aspects that came to my mind, right? So I would tap through those, you know, the, 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 um, the guilt of her having walked through walked past my door in the night, um, there was a lot of guilt there that she, I didn't wake up as she walked past my door in the night and, and died in the bathroom. So, the, and, and finding her in the bathroom, right? Those were aspects that were already, I was aware of. But as I tapped, I became, I was able to remember more aspects of it that had different emotions. Mm -hmm. So it, it took a while of, of tapping all the different screws different tapping through the different parts of it one of the things that came up late in the process was that I had called my brother back he'd been at a girlfriend's house I'd never met her before she came into the house and she made me a black coffee with no sugar and I don't like coffee I didn't like coffee and if I had it I needed milk and sugar so mm. it seems like such a silly thing but I was frustrated with her um and that didn't come up, obviously, until I had let go of all the other really crazy aspects around that event in time. So that had opened up for my subconscious mind. 
and and we do we hide a lot of things underneath and mm -hmm. uh, so this helps to bring up those memories wow how we do anything is how we do everything so when you started to let go one aspect of the trauma how did it transform in your other aspects of your life did other than like limiting beliefs did that did your dynamic with your children changed your personal life your relationship with neighbors i would love to know how it affected your own personal life and your relationship with everyone around you well you're right it does so i think of this through the law of attraction and the way i use the law of attraction and this helps me along my way too is that the law of attraction is not something we use it's it's working all the time so every second of every day i'm emitting a signal and i'm attracting back based on that signal and the biggest part of the signal in my mind is this tension that we hold in our connective tissue right because we say people are highly strung if someone is highly strung it's it's they're very reactive that's what i used to be lot of tension held in the connective tissue of the body so as you let that go as i let that go i was emitting a different signal and attracting different th things back to me so yes everything changed as but it was a process right so that that was my first the first step in the process and i just became more and more aware of the emotions but but then there's another layer that i mentioned earlier underneath the emotions are a set of physical sensations and once you get the awareness of that then you can move deeper right so underneath perhaps frustration there is tension perhaps in the jaw tension in the neck maybe tension in the solar plexus and i became aware at that level which is is interesting because the the phrase as within so without applies to this whole thing so as i became aware at that level i'm able to see it in other people at that level as well which is fun to experience um but when i became aware at that level i was in a group and um, we were studying a course in miracles at the time and the the man in the group said you don't have to meditate it's not about meditation all you have to do is feel your feelings but for some reason and asked him exactly what he meant and he was able to explain it and i didn't know because when i started this work i had no idea what my feelings were but i was doing eft along with being in this group and once i became aware of those sensations i thought okay i'm going to try and feel my feelings which is it's harder to do than you think because or what than i thought at least because i'd suppressed them for so long mm -hmm. so what i would do is i would do the dishes at the kitchen sink i'd be standing there and i'd think a thought that had emotion attached to it and i'd notice that and then i i said myself okay i want to feel this feeling in my body so i would hold myself like a statue i would actually hold my breath totally like a statue because i'm trying to feel that sensation in my body mostly tension i had a lot of tension in my solar plexus in my stomach so i would hold the muscles absolutely still and allow this tension to be felt and it would be kind of squirrely like what am i away like a statue okay. i would absolutely hold myself like a statue like once not, i found once i flexed. found this tension not not say that again not flexed just relaxed or what do you mean by it? wherever the tension is so it's i'm not relaxed because i'm feeling this tension mm -hmm. so i'm just trying to hold the tension there mm -hmm, because okay. it's just 
stuck energy in the body. I want to be mm. able to release it. So if I hold it, I'm just feeling the feelings. And then I would talk to it. It's like, okay, I can feel this tension right there. I can feel this frustration right there. And I'm just going to allow you to be. I want to feel you. What do you feel like? You feel like tension right there in my solar plexus. I can feel you right there. And at some point, I would need to take a deep breath and I would let it out. And then I would think the thought again and bring that frustration back up again. And usually it had shifted. It had either decreased in intensity or it might have shifted somewhere else in my body. And then I would do it again. I would hold myself as a statue, feel it. I'm trying to let this tension this feeling in my body express itself, be felt, because I had suppressed it. I kept pushing it down, but it just wants to be free. It wants to be accepted and let go. And I found that this was a, an amazing tool. And then I started doing it on the sofa in the evenings, kind of like I did with EFT. I would lie on the sofa and I would work with collective traumas. I would work on the 9-11 on the Loma Prieta earthquake that we had here in California, the big collective traumas, I would just bring the thoughts and the emotions, the feelings to mind, feel them and let them pass through. What was the and, inspiration to start with collective traumas? Because one thing is to let go of your own trauma and to get inspired. Because, because, because I'd done a lot of that already. I'd done a lot of my personal traumas already. It was um, just so natural next step, next logical step for you? Be because I knew I held them in my body. Okay. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, so I just, I just wanted, I was reaching for more <laughs> because it felt so good. It felt so good to let go of this old tension. And um, so at some point during that process, I realized I could actually hold my awareness inside my body. So it, it, it was really weird the first time that happened. I kind of didn't know what I was doing. And, and as soon as I thought about it, it came back out again. So then I put my awareness back inside and I started moving it around. And I realized that I could find physical tension on the inside just using my focused awareness. And I would do the same thing. I would hold my awareness on the tension, just allow it to be and it would dissipate. So I'm kind of doing on the inside what I was doing on the outside with EFT and then feeling the feelings. I'm now able to do it on the inside. So then I started working with that and I was able to put my awareness inside my face. Took a while to get inside there. Um, but now when I put my awareness on the tension, I can actually hear it and feel it release because it's near my ears, right? And I, so I worked out at this point that I'm actually letting go of tension held in the connective tissue, in the fascia. And it feels like old fabric ripping, which I think it is. It's those connections inside the fascia that's releasing. So at this point, I've actually had a new x-ray taken of my skull, um, my head, and the changes from eight years ago, to me, they just blew me away. It's like, I didn't realize you know, I felt I was making changes and sometimes I could feel the bones shift, but to see the x-rays, um, it's like crazy that you can, that we are so powerful that we can make changes like that just with focused awareness. Wow. That is so inspiring and you can even hear it. I have never had that experience yet to hear it. I can feel it and the way I do is a little bit different, but 
to like hear that that must be so beautiful. Well, the first time it was scary. The first time I, I first thought maybe times I was... are always scary. Yeah. First times when you, how do you use it to help other people other than teaching it them? Do you use it to clear out their energy by feeling them and their stuck energy? Or do you just teach them technique and they do it by themselves? I do, do the, teach them the techniques and work with them. You know, to, I talk them through it. I also do see if I can, you know, I would love to be able to heal other people just by feeling. So I feel their tension inside of me. Like if they have something going on, then I know there has to be tension inside of me when I think about it. So I work with that tension inside of me and let it go inside of me because I know then that's going to have an effect on them. Yes. I have done it on my, on my son a few times and it's exhausting. And uh, I was... I was not fully ready to do it for others because I remember, okay, first time, second time, and third time, he was not feeling well. He had this cold or he came down with this flu or cold. I don't remember. And when I did it on him, he was fine and it got, I wasn't able to fully release it and I got infected in a way. So it's like just first work on myself and then, but it, it just started natural because I was hugging him and I was taking care of him and it just, I was so open with him that it just naturally happened. But I was curious how you do it with other people. How, uh, and do you, sorry, what? I just wanted to say that you can use EFT with children. So I used to use, I used to tap on my son if he woke up with a, um, after having a nightmare, yes. I would just go up. It's obviously already in his body, so I don't have to use any words. So I would just gently tap on the points on him as he was lying in bed. And then it would get to the point he'd say, okay, mom, I can go back to sleep now. And, and oh, he would. I like that. I like that. I'm going to use that on my son as well. I'm going to really listen to this and also uh, search for more information and like remember the point. I'm going to try it on him. I have not got that idea to try on children. How, when your energy has shifted, do people you live with notice it? And have they, what kind of feedback do you get from the people you know, from friends, family members, from people, from your dogs? <laughs> <laughs> well, my dogs love me, but I can't tell if that's just, <laughs> just because I feed them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would say, you know, I don't ask specifically my closest family Mm -hmm. um but i do notice that everything is calmer life at home has been much calmer since i have done all this work for mm -hmm. sure and i would say my friends have changed over the years because i now attract different friends it's just the way it works right if we're putting off a different energy we're attract different attracting different things i knew that i had made a big shift when and you know one of the when I started doing this, I saw the other mothers at school who were so calm and I so wanted to be as calm as they were. Mm. So I knew it had shifted when I haven't had another mother tell me that she wanted to be as calm as I was. So I knew exactly. at that point. Yes. We always get those feedback. Uh, what is what is the most um, session or how, however you call it? What was the most powerful one that you still remember and you are like oh my god that releasing session 
or that time when I just focused on myself inside, outside, I tapped was so powerful that you remember it, even to this day, the feeling of it. Hmm, <laughs> that's a hard question to answer because I do this work all the time. Yes. I, I probably release, and, and it's exponential too. I mean, I feel like I release like a thousand times more each day now than I did at the beginning, just okay. because um, I'm, I'm reaching really, really deep stored tension, like in, inside my bones, inside the roots of my teeth. And, and so I, I do have some of those where I feel like, oh my goodness, that was really powerful what I just released. But I've got to the point that I'm not releasing conscious memories anymore. It, they're just, it's just stored tension. So I'm thinking it's from early in my life that I now I've got to that point that I'm releasing that early, early programming. What but I do have, I did, sorry? No, keep going. I do have, I did have a, a tapping group that we had before COVID and there was a, a mother or a, a wife and mother there in that group and it was her first time and the second week she came back and she said, does this change other people? Because she had gone home after that first class and the husband that she found when she got home was totally different than the husband she had left when she came to class because she had changed her signal. So she attracted a different version of him. And she was just amazed. What is subconscious programming? Because you mentioned it was my subconscious, it was my sub in my subconscious. And for the people listening, what is subconscious programming and how ca can they tap into it? Well, those first years, those first seven years of life, we are just sponges, right? We're absorbing everything around us and it's going straight into our subconscious mind. When you think about riding a bicycle, right? You learn to ride a bicycle and then it, it becomes automatic. You know how to do it. That's because it's stored in your subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. So we learn in childhood, right? We, we learn that water comes out of the faucet, right? We learn that we sleep in a bed, most of us. So that's all part of our programming. It's what we expect as we get older. So we tend to just replay everything from those early years. We replay them over and over again, including the negative things, the negative feelings that happen to us in, in those early years. We actually replay those over and over again. So to get to that deep level of releasing from the subconscious, we actually have to revisit those things from our past. And we do that with EFT, right? That, that helps us get deeper and deeper. And then this other technique, feeling your feelings can get deeper still. And then um, I actually don't know anyone else yet at this point who's able to get their awareness inside their bones and release at this deep, the deepest level. And it's gonna be interesting to see what happens down the road. Yes, it is so powerful. What do you have? Uh, what are some goals that you have for the future? Because now you are releasing this even bigger and bigger and even faster. Uh, so do you have any, do you set any goals or just whatever comes out or comes up, you just let it go and release? Yeah, at each point, all I'm doing is finding the, where I feel the tension or where I feel the emotion. I work with that and then that takes me somewhere else. So I'm doing that on the inside and the outside. But my goal is to let go of this inattention 
because I believe that the soul comes in through probably the pineal gland. I'm looking, when I'm looking inside, I'm looking from the center of my head somewhere and I'm looking through the connective tissue. So I believe the soul is tied into the body through the connective tissue and the adhesions, this tension that we hold in it, prevents us from really channeling spirit. So I would like to be a clear signal to channel spirit. That's my ultimate goal. What that's going to be like or feel like, I don't know, but I have a lot of fun things that happen these days. So we'll see. Do you think one can fully let go of her, his traumas? Absolutely. Yes. I think that the memories will still be there. We don't lose the memories, but the emotions, the ties, I think we can let go of. Yes. Do you think it can happen uh, in the while we're alive or when we let go of everything, it's just endless? I do think we can let go of it while we're alive. But if we don't, then we let go of it when we die. <laughs> how it works so i do think that this process and obviously time will tell i think this process allows the soul to be uh, more comfortable in the body and when it's more comfortable in the body i suspect it's happier to hang around longer and when um when death does come i think death will be an easier process because a lot of that has already been released and what do you think, uh, what you mentioned channel, what, do you, what does it mean for you to channel the spirit? To me, it's that law of attraction thing, right? If I'm a clear signal, then I will, intuition, <laughs> intuition will just come, it won't be distorted by the ego. The, these, these, um, these blockages in the connective tissue are from our history, from our past that we've held on to. And that's also, I believe, could be termed the ego. And as we let go of that, or well, with it being there, with the blockages being there, the signal that we're, um, that we're taking in is distorted by those blockages. If we let go of those blockages, then there will be no distortion of the signal coming in from the collective from spirit from whatever you want to call it from god do you think ego is on the way of us um channeling this spirit or is it just trauma and the blockage that is on the way for us to be more peaceful in our bodies the ego and the blockages are one and the same and we do need to address them in order to achieve inner peace yeah i like that answer um for people listening if they want to i like the word tap into because we're talking about tapping and tapping into but if they want to tap into this topic and dive deep i'm gonna use that word and know more about it where can people oh i'm gonna obviously link everything in the description box but where can people find you what are some um ways that you are bringing value today and what should they know about you <laughs> okay i did write a book i wrote a book about my story and about the different steps so if someone wants to learn about the different steps and do them themselves perhaps um my book is called a pathway to insight and it's available where you buy books and i have a youtube channel that i've detailed a lot of this the experiences that i've been through and the different steps along the way and it's just under my name and hints 
And if you want to contact me, I've got a website, anhints.com, or you can look at my private, my public Facebook page. I'm happy to answer questions there and just respond to one of the posts that I put up. Oh, is there any topic you really felt guided to talk about and I didn't get the chance to ask you the question? About global issues, and there's so many emotions around global issues these days. And I do feel if we let go of the emotions, whatever issue it's about, right, whether it's vaccines, whether it's about COVID, whether it's about race or any of these, or even um, climate changes, any of these things, if we notice our emotions and we do this work around us, and it's probably emotions around what we're feeling right now, what we're afraid of, what we don't like about the other side, if we let go of all those emotions, then we can come together in peace because we then experience peace and we're going to attract peace. I don't um, watch at politics. I have no idea what's happening in the country other than what people just tell me. Uh, I don't pay attention. I don't get reactive about that. Do you think this is a what I believe and I would love to know what your thoughts are. I believe that I can, I don't have to know what's happening outside of me. I just need to work on myself and my inner peace. And when I am peaceful, when I am radiating love, that's how I can help the planet heal. What are your thoughts about it? Do you think you have to know what's happening? Do you think you have to just work on feeling good? Well, at some point, I think it's good to pull away while we do more of this inner work. And I did, I, I, I pulled away from everything that was happening outside and I worked on my history. Once I got to the point that I felt comfortable in my body, then I went back and started watching things because I want to notice what triggers me. I want to notice what brings up those emotions so that I can work to release them. Mm -hmm. So now I do, I watch the news, I tap while I'm watching it. I notice what brings up that emotion in me because anything that brings up emotion in, emotion in me is something that I can heal. It's something that's stored inside of me that I can clear out and let go because I want to be at peace. So that's kind of what I did when I worked through the collective traumas, right? I'm, I'm searching for things that I can let go of so that I can be a clearer signal. So yes, it's good to pull away, but once you're ready, once you've done the work and you're at peace, then, then come back into what's happening and work at a deeper level. I think the, uh, at this point, I'm not pulling away because it triggers me. I'm pulling away because I genuinely am not interested in it. And maybe at some point, it, I might naturally get drawn to it or not. I might get drawn to something else. But I, I enjoy that uh, you feel drawn to go there and you go there and you work on yourself and you search for the ways to release uh, different traumas and blockages inside of you because that is so important and I want to acknowledge you for the work you are doing because the consistent effort that you are I think one of the philosophers said that to know yourself is this is the most challenging in my words to know yourself is one of the most challenging things you can do in this whole life because nobody wants to look inward and, and it's so challenging to then look inward and see what's happening there work on that and then let it go that takes so much courage and thank you so much for working on yourself and also letting go of the collective traumas because it takes it it really takes some power and that power comes from working on yourself it's just how it generates 
and it's also fun to do. I mean, it just feels good. There's nothing I would rather do. It, it feels good. Thank you so much and for being part of this. And thank you so much for your presence, presence. And thank you so much for your energy and for all the blockages that you uh, let go of. <laughs> thank you for having me. I love conversations like this. And um, this is the question I ask everyone. Leave me and listeners. It can be one or two sentences. It can be simply a word. Just something that comes on top of your heart, soul, being. What do you want to leave us with? Just notice how you feel during the way, during the day. Become aware of how you feel during the day. I like that. It's so important. Awareness. Awareness. Awareness is key to everything. It's annoying, but it is key. And it all starts by believing that it works, as you said. Thank you again for being part of the show. And thank you for listeners for your presence and listening for this conversation. And I'm pretty sure many of you will take action. And go buy her book. Buy her book. Wherever you can buy books, go check her out. Uh, ask her questions because I'm pretty sure she is willing to help you and answer your questions as well. Until next time.